welcome back to part two, where we talk about the plot of Sky High. Yep, that's the plan. Well, let's. I reckon. I reckon. Let's just jump freaking straight into. Let's it. Just go right into it. Yeah. No messing about. This is a. This is a no nonsense podcast. No muss. No fuss. Yeah. No muss. What does that mean? Uh, it's. I think it's a derivative of no muscle, yeah. as in the small ocean dwelling creature, as oh. they're notorious for making really long, overdrawn stories, which is why all the fish and other sorts of aquatic life. Throw it up onto shore. Ah, okay. I was thinking more just no mustard. That's what they tell you when uh, when they just give you ketchup instead. Or tomato sauce, as they call it here. So let's get straight into the intro uh, of this movie. Sky High, what a beautiful, beautiful movie. And it starts off like most superhero movies, though, I think. You know, it has a bit of exposition. Uh, a comic book exposition. A comic, yeah. Drawn, animated, with voiceover from the main character, which only shows up in the beginning of the end of the film. Yeah. Despite that, there was no comic book of Sky High, to my knowledge. And then never will a be. A travesty. Yeah. Oh, it's... A, I mean, where's... It does also kind of give a bit of props to, you know, Walt Disney Productions, though, for creating a comic book out of thin air and then animating it. That's pretty cause, cool. But also, no props to Walt Disney because mm. there's no justice in the fact we didn't get a sky-high comic book series. That's very true. Or Save You, the sequel. But now that there's Disney Plus as a streaming service... Yep. Viable. We it's could get it back. Air. We could do it. Disney, give us a call. Will Stronghold, you might see the silver screen once again. We, we've so got excited. we've got we've got Vince on the line. We've got Disney on the line. I think we can make this happen. And uh, unless we get into the movie, I think we've got our jobs on the line. So I reckon <laughs> let's get straight into the opening. So we we start off. We got Will Stronghold, main character. He's uh he's trying his best to lift some weights. You know, in the morning, what is he even lifting weights? I think he's, he's just trying pretending. his best to yeah. lift weights. They're a piddly yeah. amount of weights, to be honest. Yeah, piss weak is the uh, I think the scientific term for it. But I believe so. Yeah, and I believe you're correct. He is. Piss week. Exactly right. With a capital piss. So he tries to lift his weights. He's obviously got his superhero father. We've, we've talked about all the relationships, I believe. So he's got his superhero father's... Uh, father's? What? He's got a superhero father, super strong, superhero mother, super... Fly. fly she's yeah. super fly. She's yeah. super fly. Awesome. She's She can fly and she's both hit with the kids. Yeah, exactly. Down with the lingo, daddy cat. She sure is. So she, she is downstairs. She's calling out, hey, it's time for... Time for breakfast. Kurt uh, Russell's like, I need to go talk to him. Yeah, exactly. He's got to go talk to him. Day. It's his first day of Sky High. You know, so he's wanna... calling out, Will, Will. Yeah. And Will panics because he's lifting nothing. Nothing. He's piss weak. Yeah. By human standards, by normal human standards. It's not by genetically weak. superior yeah. superhuman standards. He's just, he's not lifting that much. He rapidly runs around his room putting more weights yeah. onto the barbell. I think that part is almost more impressive than pretending to lift the weights or even being able to lift In that much In the time weight. it takes his father to climb a flight of stairs, yeah. he puts on four weights. Yeah, if not more. I mean, he puts on quite a few hundred kilograms yeah. worth of weights. It's, he can pick them up, so yeah. why can't he lift the, the piss weak yeah, just, weights just, on, the, on the bar? Just do the barbell normally, man. It's all right. No, and, and really it invites our first examination into his... Afraid of being mocked for not having this genetically superior gene within him. Yeah, and yeah, I mean that carries through. That carries through for the first uh, for the first part of the film. So, so his father reaches the door. Yep. opens it up. Yep, and uh, Will pretends to be lifting down two hundred. Yeah, uh, uh, two hundred. He, yeah. he says. That's what and, he says. And uh, Kurt Russell comes in and says, "Ah, low weight, high rep. Don't want to bulk up." Yeah, I, I would. I was about to say as if Kurt Russell would know anything about lifting weights, but. Man, that guy is actually very, very attractive as a human being. Yeah. Even, like, as a Clark Kent figure of this movie, awesome. Like, great, great dad character. As a superhero, as the commander, awesome. What a suit. 
So he does, he does, he's like, all right, this is a, you gotta be a first day of Sky High. You gotta be excited. You don't wanna show people up too much now that you're uh, officially the, the son of Commander Jetstream, as if he wasn't officially before. You know, they, they, they go downstairs, not before the commander throws a, a weight at uh, Will saying, oh, I think fast, and it crushes his bed. It destroys his bed. Yeah, he, he falls back onto this bed and you hear the bed collapse. You, you see the bed collapse. The, be- the bed literally folds under the weight. And first off, horribly built bed if it's going to fall under a single barbell's worth of weight. And Will so- was holding them before. He was carrying them around. Yeah. So clearly, Kurt Russell threw this barbell at his son mm. with enough force. Yeah, what a horrible father. And if it broke the bed, I don't know about Will's ribcage. No, oh, absolutely not. It's I- gone. But more so, he's going to come back home after his first day at school. Look, spoilers, he doesn't have a great first day at school. But he let's say he's going to come back... To what? Like three quarters of a bed. Because he flops the- down on his bed and it's just uncomfortable. His head's 45 degrees to his legs. Yeah. There's splinters in his ass. I don't know. I think it just sets up a pretty horrible first day for the rest of his school life at Sky High. And Especially, I- you know, getting there and realizing, you know, he's got no powers for realsies. Yeah. It's for just real bad for So he gets downstairs. Yep. Layla's there. His mum's there. His mum's there. She says the awkward things. Yeah. About seeing uh, Layla and Will naked in kiddie pools. Out of uh, out of the blue, bit strange, but they, then they get a call. They do, bring, bring. on their red phone, on, on their, on their phone. other phone. Yeah. yeah, Kurt Russell goes to pick up his realtor phone, mm. and then his wife. No, the other one. Oh, it is the other phone. That's what they show you in a beautiful skew angle shot. Zooms up. It cuts to you know the other side of the kitchen, like a comic book. Yeah, exactly. Like like a comic book. Like a I guess like a superhero movie as well. There weren't really too many around that stage, but uh, I mean I reckon they sort of set the standard. So, yeah, they, they get the call, um, completely ignore one of their open houses that they had to do that day, because Josie, uh, or Jetstream, the, the mother, gives a call to her, I guess, secretary or assistant. And she, she, she rings up the secretary and is like, hey, could we move the open house day? Yeah. And you assume on the other end, they say, yeah, sure, because she replies, great, see you then. Locks up the phone, walks off, doesn't organize a new date. Doesn't inform, you know, the people that the open house day has moved. What a selfish bitch. Yeah, what's the plan? Like, what day? I mean, she said, can we move it? I mean, sure. When? Yeah, Never this mind. just shows, sorry for my harsh language before, but it's all tied into the fact that these people believe they're genetically superior. Yeah. Because they have the powers, they can just fob off people that just want a normal house. And it makes me sick. It makes me angry. <laughs> it makes me furious. So, finally... We, we break away from the, the horrible, horrible business practices of the commander of Jetstream. We get on the bus, all right? We, Ron we'll, Wilson, bus driver. Ron Wilson, bus driver. No, no messing around. The door's open. Ron Wilson, bus driver's there. This is Will and Layla have just walked to the bus stop. They're having a chat about life, you know, ready to go for the first day of school. Ron Wilson, there's no, this guy doesn't mess around. He, uh, you know, he, he's like, oh, I've seen all these kids before. I know the deal. I know what's going on. Freshman. Yeah, fresh. Freshman Put, puts pedal to the metal, yeah, and drives off an overpass. He, he does. He just he just drives straight off, straight through construction signs, straight through uh, traffic cones, and warnings to say there is no overpass up here. Kids are terrified. He doesn't right? warn them. They start screaming, especially as five, six jets mm. appear at the back of this bus. Yeah, where were they? Where the hell were they? Blasting at extreme speeds up yeah. to sky high. The kids are probably screaming as their organs are being liquefied oh, by absolutely. the force. Ron Wilson, bus driver, is said to have no superpower. His superpower is clearly being able to withstand the G-force of this jet bus. Oh my goodness. 
I mean, he, he may as well be a hamster with how much G-force he can actually withstand there. Zing! Or are they guinea pigs? I think they're ju- like guinea pigs. That's why it's G-force. Ah, uh, god damn it. Well, unzing! Well, <laughs> z- all right, we're going to unzing that one. Zoop! <laughs> so, they get to school though. Thankfully, somehow, uh, they're all terrified, horribly rattled, and rightly so. But uh, before we move on though, Ron Wilson, not only is he a marvel of human engineering in being able to survive the G-forces, he's also a marvel in uh, just being social. He gets on the bus, he's like, oh my god, you are the son of Commander and Jetson. You are Will Stronghold. You are Will Stronghold. The Will Stronghold, yeah. The, the future heir to the, uh, or the future member of the Stronghold 3. He gives him a business card. He does. Chekhov's business card. Mm-hmm. Saying, if you ever need me, give me a call. Yeah. It's a nice business card. Yeah, Nowhere it's... near as uh, American Psycho level. Uh, Christian Bale wouldn't have such primal lust towards this card no. as he does in the film. But it's still an okay card. Yeah. Ron Wilson, you did okay. You so did get, pretty well. So they get to the school. Yeah. First thing, that, first thing we see as an audience is uh, two boys using their power to sexually harass a woman. Mm. And that oh. woman then proceeds to turn around and freeze them to death. Yeah. You'd think... Oh, she's just freezing them as a bit of a joke, you know, haha, whatever. We show they've got powers, you know, know, everyone's got them. They're being punished for being sexually assaultive. Later in the film, maybe about a week later, you see them still frozen on the lawn. Yep. So they're They're, dead. They're sculptures by this stage. I would assume they haven't breathed. Uh, So that's that's, ice. Have you ever tried to breathe through ice? Uh, I can't. Not recently. And so I can't imagine what these two kids are going through. Uh, One minute they're dead, so I don't think they can either. Their brains have shut down. They get onto campus... Uh, you know, beautiful classic uh, 2000s music is playing. You know, like Can't stop the world. I don't want to sing that too too much though, because I don't want to get uh, copyright stricken. I want to point out, just as a side note, throughout the entire film, yep. the pop songs playing are all bad covers of the songs, of uh, good songs as well, of good songs, which is a shame. Like when Will's trying to lift the piss weak weights at the beginning, uh, cover of Tears for Fears, everybody wants to rule the world is playing. Mm. All one line. I think they get yeah, one line out. one line. It's welcome to your life, and that's it. I think. Yeah, and then it kind of fades into the background. Yeah. Oh, really no, everybody wants to rule the world is there. Okay. Which, as a side note, ties into the genetic superiority aspect. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Everybody wants to rule the world, but these guys can. <laughs> and who's going to stop them? So the kids get assaulted by bullies. Yep. They do. Lash and Speed. They uh, show up. Speed's a bit of a chubby kid. Yeah. It's called Fat. Not really that fat. I would know. Bingo. Lash is a lanky kid. He yeah. can stretch. Like a Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. So can his, uh, his sleeves as well, which I thought was really strange. Yeah. I would really have liked it if he stretched and it was like a really cute top. <laughs> I think it would have been really odd though as well if he stretched and his arm comes out, but like it's just skin instead of his long sleeves. I was hoping his skin would also not stretch. <laughs> so it'd be really taunt on his bones. <laughs> well... That's absolutely <laughs> mortifying. That's terrifying. That well, is awful. That is horrifying. We're not even at Halloween yet. Moving swiftly on. Please. Uh, uh, first glimpse at Gwen Grayson as well. Uh, she, she finally shows up. Instant love interest for Will. Uh, he ignores everything that she says. It's the very classic everything slows down. Yeah. Looks at a wind blowing. Yeah. Soft lens as well. So it looks like a classic, you know, 50s, 60s love movie. Love movie? What? Romance scene? Uh, so that all happens. She finishes up by saying, you know, once he comes back to reality, she's like, and if you follow my rules, you won't fall off the school because the school's floating as well. I- I'm pretty sure we've already, I mean, it's very clear. By I'm the sure some kids have fallen off the school. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And 
as we can see, only a few kids have flight. If they're not around, that kid is dead. Yeah. Oh god. That's uh. You don't want to. You don't want to do that. You gotta have. You gotta have your friend uh, Skyman on the speed dial. Otherwise, you're you're done for. Not only does he have to be a flight master, mm. but he also has to be super speedy as well. Yeah, and strong enough to be able to actually hold another human being traveling downwards at such force. Yeah, and I mean, look, you've got you got school kids. Like, surely they're not. They can't be that strong. They can't all be that strong. No. This is high school, so maybe like 15 years old, 16 so years old. So kids have definitely died. The yeah. more you think about Sky High, the more gruesome it gets. It's like Hogwarts. Exactly. These are horrific institutions. Yeah. Whose idea was to put a school in the sky? I don't know. I, I don't want to meet that person because they must be batshit crazy. Anyway, we move swiftly through the Coach Boomer introduction and yeah. the introduction of their powers, yeah. which we've talked about in part one. Yeah. We, with- we, won't, we won't really talk too much about that at all. We you know see the characters. They're pretty cool. Uh, we, Coach Boomer sexually assaults some people yep. and physically <laughs> assaults some people. Oh, uh, it's all funny in 2005. Yeah. Will gets revealed as having no powers. Yep. Uh, Coach Boomer yells, Sidekick! And it shatters all the glass. Yeah. All of Ron Wilson's windows as well. And, and in just bus. cleaned. That was, yeah. He beautifully, beautifully polished them. But so Will discovers this. The bullies discover this. Mm. The school discovers this. He's uh, put into All-Americans class, mm-hmm. which we've also talked about. So he's hero support. So he's hero support. These two scenes go side by side, and as we've already talked about them, we can move swiftly on to pretty much what we would say is the the end of Act 1. Yeah, the wrap-up for the introduction. The wrap-up yeah. for the introduction, which is a study scene at Will's house. Yeah. Uh, he comes home, he's studying with all the sidekicks, you know, some silly, subtle hero questions, you know, if a villain's digging south at however much speed and the hero's flying north at an equalish speed how long does it take uh, before you can make the hero realise he's going the wrong direction yeah a funny you know what a real knee slapper yeah the the film's trying to make up for the fact that heroes rule this world by having them be a bit stupid but yeah. you know they can't fool us so they're doing this work and Kurt Russell comes home yeah and it's he, like he comes home in full commander get up he's like boy oh boy what a day and everyone everyone thinks oh wow it's the commander really really excited he offers them all, you know, tuna salad sandwiches. Probably finds out that uh, one of the kids can glow. Uh, no, yeah. he finds out all of that. He finds all of their, all powers. their powers and... Evidently very disappointed. He's very disappointed in the state of heroes. Yeah. Because his son in a prior scene had lied to him about having powers. Yeah. He didn't tell him that he didn't. Yeah, says he's a hero as well, I believe. Or he just says he, does, he, he has... doesn't. He doesn't correct him. Yeah. When he he just, this is about a week, two weeks into school. Yeah. So they've, they've established as sidekicks, and he has firmly believed his son has been a hero. Mm-hmm. But this scene is where he lays all the cards out, mm-hmm. where Will admits he's not a hero, mm. and Kurt Russell gets so mad. He does. In one of my favorite scenes in the film, he grabs the phone to call Coach Boomer. Because he's like, Boomer was always jealous of me. He's, now he's, you know, fucking over my son. Yeah, he's taking it out on him. Yeah, and, and, and punches the button so hard, the phone breaks and it crumples up and he throws it to the side, opens a kitchen drawer and it's filled with phones identical. <laughs> There's about 20 others in Yeah, there. clearly, that, that's a very funny scene. Yeah. Clearly showing that he does this a lot when he gets mad. Beautiful example. I think one of my favourite examples I've seen in a movie of just show, don't tell. Such a simple little thing, but I feel like it conveys a lot. And it's also worrying. Because it shows he has anger management problems. <laughs> this powerful, genetically superior being has anger management problems to the extent where they've prepared for it. That is a yeah. That's a bit. It's a bit devastating. But again, it all comes down to show don't tell, doesn't it? It all you know. It lets it lets the viewer decide. Is it does. he is he just does he just get a little bit mad sometimes on the phone? Maybe it's a telemarketer thing, or is there something much much deeper? Or is he like a Superman and Man of Steel where he snaps Zod's neck? <laughs> 
it's up to you. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe he is. Maybe he's absolutely insane. But we we don't get to see that part. We don't get to see too much of him superheroing. So No, we don't. That's that's the thing. We don't see much superhero action with them. Mm. So Kurt Russell is understandably upset when his son reveals that he's a sidekick. He yeah. he kind of deflated. Yeah, there's there's a bit of disappointment and he's also like maybe you're just a late bloomer. You know, maybe yeah. he, he's he's he holding can, out hope. Exactly. He's very optimistic about it. But I mean, Will's like, well, you know what? Maybe I am a late bloomer. Maybe I'm not. But it's and okay. I'm, and I'm fine with that. And, and he goes back to his friends in, yeah. in the study group, which is very awkward for all of them because they've heard all of this go down. Yeah. Including the superhuman punch of the table, which lifts everything up off the table and then it all lands perfectly again. I, Another I, awesome scene. I know all of you have been at a friend's house before where the parents are yelling at the kid. Yeah. Imagine that, but it, they find out the kid's not a superhero. Yeah. And it's going to be infinitely more awkward. And one of them has the ability to level the entire house in one punch. Yeah. So, thanks, Kurt Russell. And I feel like that that's kind of where we wrap up with the intro. I think that's, you know, we, that's, we get that's, to that's see... That's act one. Yeah, we get to meet the characters. We get to, uh, you know, we get to see the setting sky high. It's all established. Yeah, and we get to see that Will doesn't have powers. And this is where we start. So we move on to the second act. Yeah. Uh, in which every problem set up in the first act is subsequently resolved. He gets his powers in the very next scene. He does, yeah. He just jumps straight back into the uh, into the cafeteria at school, and I believe you know he's just he's walking along and uh, Lash and Speed up to their old shenanigans. Lash reaches his hand out through like a lot of tables. Really impressive that his hand can actually navigate through all these people's legs without anybody noticing. So I mean, props to Lash. Good on him. Uh, he's gonna go far, or maybe just his hand will go far across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! So his hand goes across the room. Trips up Will, yeah, because now Will he's fresh for the he's fresh for the picking. Uh, straight into War and Peace, we do very briefly meet War and Peace earlier in another cafeteria scene. Yeah, basically, basement. yeah, basically it's established he does not like Will. Yeah, does not because Will's dad put Warren's dad in Warren's jail. dad in jail. So his food goes all over Warren, right? And Warren, in every sort of bad teen movie, doesn't consider you know he tripped a bully tripped him. Yeah. He immediately lights up his fists. Yeah, his his hands. He does not mess around. His hands already ablaze. Stands up and he's like, "All right, let's do it." Well, all right, you're dead, stronghold. You're donezo. Uh, now, look, I don't know at this point whether or not Warren knew that he didn't have powers. I, look, you'd have to assume that he knew that that Will didn't have any powers. Yeah. In this case, Warren is a horrible human being for going after Will, being like, "All right, I will, uh, I will destroy you." I'm going to burn you because you drop your lunch on me. And this is a defenseless human. Especially because well. Will is constantly saying, uh, I'm sorry for what my dad did. He's constantly apologizing, yeah. constantly trying to get out of it. Also kind of constantly bringing that up. That is that is really strange. He does that a lot. I don't think in any, in any situation, bringing up the cause of the problem in broad daylight in front of everybody is ever a good idea. I think that's... that's look, Will, problem-solving skills are not his superpower. At this point, he doesn't have any, but he sure as hell doesn't have a problem-solving one. So they fight. You know, Warren throws a couple of fireballs. Will blocks them with, you know, cafeteria trays and stuff. Plastic... Cancer. Yeah, I mean, straight up. The plastic fumes right into his nose, into his lungs. The cancer gases. That's all of them. Or maybe superheroes don't get cancer, because why would they? (laughs) Exactly. So he gets... They fight. Will gets caught under a cafeteria table. Yeah, a very long cafeteria table. An incredibly long cafeteria table. Because Warren is just chucking fireballs either side of him. You just- ever seen a scene uh, in like a detective show or where 
an action movie where someone's on top of the car mm. and someone's got a gun inside the car shooting up into the roof. Yeah. Imagine that, but reversed. Exactly. He's, and he's it's... throwing down fireballs onto Will mm. and Will's about to die when uh, Will's like, no, and lifts up the table. And that's, that's exactly what he sounded like. I mean, I didn't know we could use sound bites from the movie. You know me, a master of a thousand voices. That's true. He he, he does he does lift up the table though, because I think some of the characters are like, hey hey, leave Will alone, and then and then Warren's like, ah nah, you're next. I'm coming for you next. He's like, leave my friends alone. Yeah. Leave my friends alone. Yeah. He sounds like a weasel, and then he just throws Warren across the room on the table as well. Once again, showing that the writers uh, are ingraining white genetic superiority mm. as. Over vaguely ethnic over vaguely, superiority. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they couldn't think of a way to, for him to get out, so they just make him more powerful. Yeah. They, 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 the rich get richer. Honestly, it's tough. So they, they, throw, him across the, they, they throw him across the room. No one has intervened at this point, teacher-wise. Uh, at one point... I know, actually, no, they still keep fighting after this as well, don't they? Yeah. Because Will throws Warren through a wall. Uh, we get to see uh, mad scientist Med- Medulla and uh, Coach Boomer... They're having a chat about some evil twins, the old the old saucy bastards. Yeah, Medulla doesn't want to go on this date. Yeah. And then Coach Bima says, what if I told you it was her evil twin? Yeah. Friday, you say. Yeah, he gets he, he gets a little bit excited. You see the veins in his big old head Medulla's start to pop out a little devil. bit. He is, yeah, you old dog. Uh, they, they don't do anything, though. They do absolutely nothing, despite the fact that a child has been thrown through the cafeteria wall into what I assume is the staff room. Yeah, uh, once again, showing how dangerous this school is. Yeah. How negligent this school is. And how none of them even cared either. They no. don't flinch. They just look around. I mean, Boomer clearly doesn't care about the children. Yeah. Oh, definitely not. So I think pretty pretty soon after that, you know, Will's walking around, strutting his stuff. Because they, cause Will ends up, you know, I guess not winning the fight. They, they neutralize the fight and then they get both put in detention by principal powers. Yeah. That all happens. That's I feel like that's a bit of a wrap up there. And we move on to... Will strutting his stuff. He's got his powers. Uh, he gets moved up to hero, uh, the hero classes. Uh, uh, he's a bit upset about that. He is. He gets As taken is everyone away. else. Yeah, he gets taken away. All-American boy. Very sad. But uh, he does say... Look Abandoned once again. He, yeah, by another stronghold. All three. The stronghold three. All of them have, uh, have abandoned him. The commander, Jetstream, Chinless. All of them have abandoned All-American boy for the heroes. Moment of silence for All-American boy. Yeah, that's it. I'm saluting right now. Um, even though I'm not American, so I don't know if that's... Is that legal? Can you salute? Yeah, probably. I said a moment of silence and you kept talking. Anyway. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Yeah, he moves into, moves into the hero class, sat next to Gwen Grayson. We in, find out here that she's a technopath. Yeah. As in she can be like, woo, with technology and make things and deconstruct things. and The, the power's not entirely clear. No, not really. It's not like super strength where it's super strong. She can do like anything with technology. Yeah. She can talk to it, she says. I don't get it. No. Yeah. It's not very clearly defined, but that means she can do whatever she likes. Yeah. So good on her. She can, she can you know, build freeze rays, and she does. Uh, and then another student in the class gets frozen, this time by Medulla, because he uses the freeze ray, freezes another student. Uh, admittedly, a different ice effect to the one that we saw earlier. So props to the CGI guys for doing that. Different yeah. ice effect. Probably one that's not going to kill a student because I assume not even tenure would save a teacher from freezing a child. Yeah, unfortunately not. So we move on to uh, Save the Citizen. I think that, that comes pretty soon after. Will's just gotten his powers, doesn't really know how to use them yet. He's trying to defend his old sidekick friends from the bullies. Yeah. Lash and Speed. Mm. 
and they're bullying the the their kids Zach and Ethan. Yep. Zach challenges them to a save the citizen match. Will versus them. If Will wins, then they can't bully them anymore. But if Will loses, then they can shove Ethan's head down the toilet every day for the next year. Yeah. Which is good on you, Zach. Making a deal that doesn't affect you, you prick. But yeah, we move on to Save the Citizen. Lash and Speed, notorious villains of that. This scene's uh, fairly fairly fast. Uh, it I mean, not- as, as it's supposed to be. It's, it's supposed th- to be a time pressure. Coach Boom is presiding in a big tennis umpire's chair. Mm-hmm. And he asks Lash and Speed uh, what they want to be heroes or villains. And they say villains. And he says... Ah, that's a surprise. Yeah. Clearly showing they're even more of a bad guys. And everyone knows they're bad guys. Yeah. It's not one of those bullies that their teacher's pets. Mm. Uh, but a bullies for the kids. Everyone knows they're dicks. Yeah. Uh, and fostering villains Sky High is as well and really, I don't know why I said that like Yoda but they're, they're fostering villains I don't get I don't get how they really got away with that I mean surely they would say at one point uh, Lash and Speed you guys have done villains 400 times in a row you gotta play the heroes please we've brought a psychologist in we're really worried about you guys another point of the negligent school and yeah. the fact that they think that people with powers can do whatever they like yeah it's really strange but they pick a partner for Will yep Warren Peace uh oh War and Peace. They're is... not. They're not good together. They oh. fought a while ago. They're not friends. Good Why thing... did he turn up to this fight, oh, <laughs> sitting no. by himself? But see, the good thing though is the fact that they've also sized each other up. They know each other's strengths and they know each other's weaknesses because they fought. And I feel like that's when you get the. Uh, that's you, when you when you forge a bond in fire, pun not intended. Then that's when you get the best team. The worrying thing is not only is it War and Peace, but also a freshman has never won a game of Save the Citizen. Never ever. That is what is established. Yeah. So they've got they've got a, a pretty they've got luck not on their side right now. But they give it a they give it a red hot go. So Will and Warren, they're running around the place. Uh, Lash and Speed, admittedly, they've done this before. Uh, they know what they're doing. Lash, you know, launches speed across the room. He's just flying around, just being a real nuisance for uh, for both of the characters. So they gotta, you know, they gotta figure out a way of getting it done. Speed uh, at one point as well, you know, it looks like it looks like Will and Warren might win. You know, Lash is a, you know he's been real annoying to Will, but Will punches the ground like uh, like his dad did earlier in the movie. He punches the ground. The, all the floorboards come up. I don't know why the floorboards work like that, but I mean he sure. can break physics. Yeah, let's 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 pretend that that's how wood. It's meant to work. show a shockwave. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, look, it worked. I think I knew exactly what was going on. He picks on. up he picks up Lash and ties him to a lamppost. Yeah, which horrifically painful. I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean he is super stretchy, but yeah, I mean, but even if you're super stretchy, twisting yourself into a pretzel for an extended period of time. It's yeah. got to be painful. It's definitely not good for him. No. So, meanwhile, as he's about to go and save the citizen, he's like, oh, I'm ready to go. I think we're going to win this. Now, Speed, he creates a vortex around Warren. He's literally sucking the oxygen out of Warren's lungs. Which is explained by Dr. Medulla. Look, it's a bad bit of exposition. Yeah. Vortex creates... But it's for the kids that don't understand that fire needs oxygen. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no oxygen, no flame. And that's almost what he sounds like as well, which is kind of yeah. strange. But, um... What he doesn't explain is the fact that, yeah, he's literally sucking the oxygen, sucking the life out of War and Peace, which is really, like, that's that's harsh. That's No one up. moves, no teacher moves to stop. No. War and Peace is very clearly choking to death. Yeah, he's on the ground. He's he's suffocating. Yeah. So what does Will do? He, he just sticks his arm into a, uh, not supersonic, but pretty fast moving object, which is, you know, he's, he's like, I don't even know how my, my powers work yet. I'm just going to put my arm in here. Hopefully it doesn't get eviscerated. Anyone who's ever seen The Boys will know that someone moving very fast uh, into a stationary object, preferably of the of the flesh-like quality, 
uh, doesn't really hold up. They too don't well. mesh too well. They do not at all. But uh, he puts but his hand in. And he's apparently, fine. super strength also comes with super durability. Yeah, and I feel like that's how most superpowers of super strength kind of go. So he puts his hand in. Speed apparently hasn't realized that he's being held because he's still running in Will's hand. Like I don't know a why. Clockwork doll. Yeah, he's, he's like he's just been wound up like a little monkey, and then he turns around, lets go of uh, of Speed, runs straight into Lash. They both run into each other. Will throws Warren across the room. Thankfully, controlling his strength to the point where not only does Warren not slam into the wall, but he also doesn't fall into the spike pit, and Will doesn't accidentally kill his teammate, but saves a citizen, and they win. Phenomenal. Awesome. Awesome work. Good stuff. Incredible. First freshman ever to do it. Yeah. And so they have a, they have a nice little celebration. You know, Will's father, very proud of him as well. You know, they have a, they have a chat about, I don't know, life, winning. It's, it's a good moment. You know, this is the high point. But we also... Then the low point starts to happen because yeah. Layla invites him out to... Uh, Paper Lantern. The Paper Lantern, a Chinese place. Yeah. Because she likes Chinese. He doesn't like Chinese too much, but he wants to make it up to her. Because he's been in the hero stream for a while and they haven't seen each other. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, we got superior realtors, superior family, the heroes. Don't like Chinese. Ooh, that's a bit... I'll leave it at that. That's, I'll leave it at that. And uh, on top of that, Will Will flakes. He, he does flake. Because he Gwen go. turns up to his house and has, they have dinner there. Yeah, they have, they have a nice little family dinner. A nice quaint little one where uh, they all have a look at their photos, you know, from... From their yearbooks uh, that Commander and Jetstream get to show to to Gwen, uh, we see someone who looks suspiciously like Gwen in the uh, in the yearbook. But uh, maybe that's just a coincidence, or is it? It's not. Just another proof that the the superheroes are just so stupid. Yeah, both of the so both parents they both had glasses on. Uh, neither of them could see the fact that they look exactly the same. Yeah, identical. They literally, spoilers, are the same person. At the same age. Yeah. I don't get how they I don't get how they miss that. But I don't know. Anyway. Then you, then it cuts to Layla alone at the paper lantern at closing time. Yeah. Honey, he's not coming. Yeah. She he's talks a... to Warren Peace. Yeah, because he works there. He wor- works there. He doesn't like Will that much. A bit more of respect, but doesn't still doesn't like Will. Mm. So uh, he decides to hype her up. He put yeah, puts a bit she, of puts a bit of the Because she wants to ask on. him to prom. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Because she's got she got a little bit of a crush on him. Oh, she's a little bit of, little bit of a chick crush. A baby crush. Oh, little, little, oh, little, little baby little, crush. Little baby, baby Layla got a baby crush on little big boy chinless Will. But oh. Gwen asks Will to the dance. Yeah. And Will says yes and breaks a lamppost. And then breaks a, and breaks a lamppost. Paper lantern, paper lamppost for Will. I'm just saying, that's a connection that we didn't make before and I can understand why we didn't make it before because it's completely irrelevant. But they, they, they see Layla gets ignored. Unfortunately, they have a chat to the bus the next morning. Thankfully, She's about to say, "I want to take you to dance." Yeah. But then he swoops in. Yeah. Man, you know, typical man yeah. swoops in and goes, "I'm taking Gwen." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh no! Oh, oh no!" Yeah, exactly. That's she feels really she bad. Uh, and yeah, it's a very very sad uh, bus ride to school. Ron Wilson. I'm sure he could tell that there was there was a, a bit of attention. He's an astute man. Yeah, exactly. He's got a sixth sense like that. That's a, that's a damn shame. And I feel like, look at the at the end of all of this, uh, it kind of gets the 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 sugar on the sugar on top. No, the cherry on top is the party that Gwen ends up throwing at Will's house, uh, despite his apprehension because he's only a freshman. He's only he's only new to the school, but 
she's like, no, 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 you're popular now. So I'm going to invite over a couple of people from the homecoming committee because we got a plan. Everyone comes. Literally it's everyone a in the hero. Yeah, every single hero comes along. Because his parents are out of town. Yeah. Um, they go to... Paris. They go to, yeah, they go to somewhere for a couple of hours. Uh, because obviously, supersonic flight, mother, that's that's pretty cool. You can kind of go anywhere. So they head out of town. Uh, a kid shows up, pulls out his laser eyes and a little crystal, starts staring into the crystal to make a disco ball. Really, and that goes really, on for the rest of the party. Yeah, really cool visually. But I mean, like, this kid is essentially just being abused for his power for the sake of lighting Willingly abused. Yeah, as well. He yeah, picks true. it up. No one, no one makes him do it. Yeah. But the party, you know, it's all the popular kids at the yeah. party. Yeah, all the, all the heroes in quotation marks, but it's all the popular kids. Layla is taking a walk. Yeah. She sees the party going on. She, at Will's house. At Will's house. She is going to go inside. And we also see Will and Gwen go into the secret sanctum, which yeah. Will's not allowed to bring people into. You can't go into the secret sanctum. That's why it's called the secret. But he, he's, he's, he's got a he's got a bit of a crush on Gwen. He does, yeah. He wants to go for a little, 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 little smooch. He wants to go for a smooch. He wants to... And he does. He goes down into the secret sanctum. And then you kiss. Yeah. And then you see in the background the pacifier, right? At this point in time, we know that Royal Pain was one of uh, uh, Will's parents' uh, arch enemies. Royal Pain, you know, an old enemy. Mm. And you're like, oh, it's just a pacifier there. Later in the film, we find out that she's Royal Pain. Yeah. So she stole it here. Yeah. Oh, actually, because you see in the background, speed. He comes past. Yeah. He's like, and, he, and he steals it. Yeah. And to the untrained eye... Uh, you wouldn't have caught it, but I mean... We're us, trained. Uh, exactly, yeah. We're trained in looking for superhuman movement. He runs past, steals it, off he goes. And then Layla walks into the party, finds Gwen first. Yeah. And Gwen's basically like, Will get hate out. you, get out. He doesn't want to talk to you ever again. Yeah. It's obvious that you've got a crush on him. He's just too nice to tell you. He hates you. Which, bit of an oxymoron. He, he cares about her enough to not let her down harsh, but also doesn't want to talk to her ever again. Yeah. See, I mean, I would be really, really worried. I know... Th- Layla, at this point in the movie, uh, a little bit emotionally fragile. She's been stood up by Will. I can understand that she would be uh, maybe a little bit more inclined to believe stuff that people had said regarding their relationship. At the same time, they've been friends for years. So, I mean, you gotta, you got to, you know, take whatever other people say about your best friend with a grain of salt. It's dangerous, but she doesn't. She, uh, she takes it with a grain of sugar instead, and she gets furious. She's like, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm gone. And Will sees her and tries to talk to her. <laughs> hey, Layla. And Layla's like, don't talk to me ever again. Yeah, it's a classic, oh, hey, Layla. Fuck off! And then she just disappears. So yeah, and then immediately afterwards, he finds out Gwen has uh, done that. Yeah, and dumps her, dumps her, and tells Gwen also to fuck off. Exactly. It all it all really wraps up. It all ties together, and that, and and thus ends the uh, the second act of the movie. Yeah, the curtains She's like, come You're down. dumping me. Um, and you know the parents come home. Oh yeah, true. The parents come home, and uh, in a very in a terrifying scene, it's like. I give people three seconds to get out of my house. Yeah. He screams. And they bolt. Yeah. Oh, it's horrifying. The man with anger management issues. Yeah. He, he pulls out, I, I sh- he should have pulled out another phone and just crushed it in his hands. So that's the close of the second act. Yeah. They close the second act. The second act, act low point. Mm. And we move very, very swiftly into the finale. Yeah. So the finale is obviously going to be the homecoming dance. This is the one that uh, everyone's been working up towards. The first day of school, everyone's already talking about homecoming. Don't really know a bit why. obsessed with it, but yeah, okay. I, it's. I mean, look, it is. This is the United States of America we're talking about as well. As far as I know, they don't specify it, but people like to come home. Yeah, they do. Home is not at school, but that's fine. So they like to come to school. They made a whole Spider-Man film about it. They did, yeah. And then they went far from home. Maybe they went to Sky High. That's far from their home. 
I didn't think about that. Hang on, we got to, we got to delve into this later. But the end, obviously, being homecoming. Now, the commander and Jetstream have been invited as guests of honor by Gwen Grayson. Will doesn't turn up. No, he doesn't because he doesn't want to. Because Gwen, being the leader of the homecoming dance, uh, it's gonna be awkward. Yeah, it's just gonna be awkward. And he's also he's let down Layla, and he's like, look, you know, I, I can't go along. I, I'm, it's not gonna go well. So they turn up. Gwen reveals that she's royal pain. Yeah, pretty pretty and quickly turns them all to babies. Mm. Yeah, so she pulls out the now-fixed pacifier because A, she's a technopath. B, she now has the pacifier back. I don't know why she couldn't have just built one from scratch with her technopath abilities. Don't but question it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Now, Royal Pain comes uh, comes out to play, voiced by Patrick Warburton as well, uh, whenever she's in the suit. Awesome stuff. The minion as well shows up. Is it? I think it's called Minion. Yeah, sidekick. Minion. Uh, like a Harlequin. Yeah. Uh, looks like the Dean from Community. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure might... Be the same actor. So, that yeah, everyone gets turned into babies, except for basically all of Will's the sidekicks. Will's friends and War and Peace. Yeah. So, all of the all of the people who are directly connected to uh, Will, essentially. Other than his parents, they're all babies. So, Will, at the same time, goes down to the Secret Sanctum, figures out, finally, that Gwen Grayson is actually Sue Tenny. And Sue Tenny... Well, he thinks that she's his da- her daughter. Yeah, he suspects. Yeah, he suspects that something's amiss because but he... How can he get, how can he get to Sky High? His mum's gone... His dad's gone. Yeah. It's late at night. Every- Wait a second. What, what's this? He reaches into his wallet, pulls it Ron out. Ron Wilson, bus driver. Here he is. Within seconds, he's at school. Like, the next the next frame, he's at school. Will Ron Wilson looks so chuffed to yeah. have done it. And you know what? And fair enough. You don't just hand out your business card expecting them not to call. He gets he gets used. Um, <laughs> <I don't- laughs> used and abused. <laughs> exactly. Phrasing on that, a little bit strange, but... Ron Wilson, uh, his services are very, very happily used by Will now that he's got his powers and he's like, I can walk all over you, gets there. Will runs in. Yep. Meets up with his friends, apologizes to them, saying, yeah. I've been a big, dumb, stinky doo-doo head. Yeah. I should have been better friends with you. And they all say, yep, it's true. You're right. They You're don't right. really say, oh, it's okay, It gets Will. resolved like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they uh, all... Ron Wilson at the same time sees the Harlequin loading up the babies into the bus. He does. And the gears start turning. Yeah. We uh we do we do get that iconic line that uh we, we mentioned earlier as well of uh you know nobody nobody's gonna nobody's authorized to transport, uh, to transport superhero superheroes kids yeah except, except for Ron Wilson bus, bus driver. driver and I'm Ron Wilson bus driver godlike it's beautiful so that happens what follows with Will is a scene where he goes off to fight Royal Pain yeah everyone else kind of gets split up yeah they split the party they, they so they all of the uh, all of the individual characters that get their own sort of time to shine. So they have to fight Lash, they have to fight Speed, they have to fight Penny as well, the uh, the cloning girl. So let's talk about Penny. Yeah. Penny clones up and uh, is trapped Layla in, in a room. Yeah. And she's like, what's the matter, Layla? <laughs> yeah. Basically torn and Layla's like, I don't want to use my powers to hurt someone. Yeah. And then Penny just slaps her. Yeah, just straight up. And then Layla's like, big mistake. Because yeah. now she's authorized to use lethal force. <laughs> yeah, she just pulls out her sunglasses. And she just goes kill mode activated, and <laughs> she just pulls out it. Mows down Penny, <laughs> all of her. Um, no, but she summons a bunch of roots yeah. from outside and just ties them all up instantaneously. Yeah. A horrifyingly powerful power. Mm. I said she should have impaled them all on the roots, but you know I'm not. I wasn't in charge. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I, wasn't I could be. Vince, call me. I wasn't Mr. Disney, so I didn't get that call. But. Layla, uh, turns out, yeah, she's got powers. She's got pretty sick powers when it comes to the uh, the offensive side 
of, uh, of things. So yeah. definitely hero material. That's all I'll say. But we move on. Uh, Lash and Speed fighting uh, Ethan and Warren. Warren's a bit, you know, outclassed. Warren's a bit outclassed. He, I mean, because we already know from uh, we already know from uh, Save the Citizen, Warren doesn't really go up too well against Speed. Yeah, and and I think we talked about in part one, Ethan demolishes Lash yeah. by flushing him down the toilet, and then beats Speed yeah. by turning him into a puddle and making him slip. Yeah. So, so Ethan, real hero. Yeah, for sure. Warren, zero. Yeah, War- exactly. Warren, you're right. You're, you're nothing to us. What is, what is, I don't know, Zach does nothing. I genuinely can't remember what Zach does. Zach does not do anything. I'm I sure he believe. does something that, like, he glows and it's somewhere important. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he glows to escape. Uh, we see Magenta as well. She turns into a guinea pig later on. Uh, she turns into a guinea pig to stop Sky High from falling. Yeah, because cause as, as this is all happening, Will and Royal Payne are fighting. They finally break into the gymnasium now that all of the uh, security's gone, being all of the other kids. And then Royal Payne, she's just like, eh, drops the school. Presses a button on a little gauntlet after she's been beaten, the school drops out of the sky. That's what Penny also reveals to Layla. Yeah, exactly. Because now she's terrified, she's tied up, she's going to die. Yeah. Uh, so they send Magenta in to stop that from happening. Yeah, because they, they they know that there is going to be there's only one thing that's going to stop the school from falling through a little pipe the size of a guinea pig. Convenient. Um, yeah. I mean, you, it, could you you couldn't you couldn't write that. And then she like folds her arm and goes, "Oh great, like okay, you know you've got to save the school and everyone in it. Don't yeah. be." You know, so you let's know, not get too sassy. There are thousands of people's lives yeah. at stake. Here. So she crawls through, and in the basil brush style puppet, yeah. starts gnawing at the wires. Yeah. If anyone wants to go back and watch that movie again, it's incredibly obvious that it's just a puppet which is <laughs> chewing at those wires. Uh, I think it's awesome. Though. While this is all happening, Will gets knocked out a window. He does. You think? Oh no, Will's gone. No, he's, dead. he's got flight too. Of course he does. Of- Superpower. Of course he does. Of course. Now he can fly around and smash things as his heart desires. Yeah. That's you know, a, what a dick. What a superior dick. He's quite literally just enabled God mode. He can fly through things uh, with his super strength and, and his flight. Terrifying stuff. Uh, as that's all happening, the school starts falling. So he's like, I mean, look, I got to do something. Flies out the window, flies back down and tries to hold up the school. Uh, he's beaten Royal Pain. A yeah. couple punches, Royal Pain's gone. Yeah. So he tries to do it. Uh, doesn't really work out too well. He doesn't really stop the school from falling because he gets splattered up against the, the floor of the, the school. Uh, Magenta finds the right wire and chews it. The school is saved. We finally... we Thank well, God. Well, he flies underneath the school and holds it up. He does, Stop yeah. it. Well, slows stops, it down. Slows it down and stops it from crushing this man's poor house that he just bought. Yeah. This man and his wife as well, by the way, voices of uh, SpongeBob and Karen respectively. Any SpongeBob listeners or watchers out there yeah, they show up and Chester, the husband, faints because a school is about to drop on him. You know how expensive houses are? Uh, I don't think it would matter too much if you were literally paced. He would have, he would have died, but the school the, the school would have crushed the house first. Yes. So I can still understand his, his pain. I think he would have died from fear of uh, mortgage repayments on no house. That's very true. That's, uh, I mean, you, you... So the day is saved. Yeah, no thanks to mortgages. But no the thanks day, to mortgages. Today is story of my life. Am I right? <laughs> I live here, but we we finally get to see they go back upstairs. The day saved. All of the sidekicks are praised as heroes. Commander goes up and says, "Hey, I know we were coming here to win this award for best heroes of the year. That's why they were invited. Now, even though it was a trap, we're going to give it to our, the sidekicks. It's already got no because they're like we're going to give it to the, the strongholds. Yeah, because your name's already on it. Because yeah, because it's already and inscribed. Then Kurt Russell's like, well, we should give it to the sidekicks because they're the real heroes. See, he can't succeed 
he can't say they've succeeded mm. being sidekicks. They have to be elevated to the genetically superior heroes. Exactly right. You just you cannot succeed uh, as a member of the second class. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not leaving that in there. <laughs> what the fuck? Basically, the film ends from there. They yep. all. They. It's basically like they. It, it, it could have ended on a jump up freeze frame. Yeah. On them being all, like, and then he's like, and that's did. the and that's the story on how my worst enemy became my best friend, and yeah. my best friend became my girlfriend, and yeah. my girlfriend became my worst enemy. My dad became my mom, and my <laughs> mom became my sister. It just go. It gets weirder and weirder. Yeah. But uh, that's all in the after credit scenes. So that that, that that wraps it up. That's the movie. So what do you think? I really, really like. I really like Sky High. Yeah, I really like the comic book goofiness. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, it's got problems being a kids' movie from two thousand and five, but considering what it is, it is a definite must watch. Yeah, a must rewatch. Yeah, true. I still really, really enjoyed it from back in two thousand five. When I watched it first time, I was like, "This is a really fun movie." Every time I've gone back to it, I've really enjoyed it. I, I don't. Think I enjoy there's... it more. I think the more I watch it, because there's more you notice. Yeah. As you get older, as well. Yeah, exactly. Like as a kid, you don't really notice the fact that he pulls out a drawer and picks up a bunch of phones. Yeah. You're like, oh, he's got more phones ready to go because he crossed the other one. Not the fact that you know he's clearly done this before, and yeah. that's a precedent set. Yeah, you, you pick up a lot, and I feel like that kind of lends itself to a lot of a lot of Disney movies. Kind of do a classic service to both the kids and the and the parents. And I feel like now that we're transitioning, not necessarily to a parent age, but I mean, uh, into an age where we're not kids, uh, it's a really, really good time to go back and watch it, I think. Yeah. So you've still got a bit of bit of childhood wonder. Uh, the light hasn't quite left your eyes yet, but you've it's still... getting there, but yeah, exactly. this will ignite a spark, I think. Yeah, exactly. I liked it. So um, yeah, it was what, what a beautiful movie. The only thing I'd have to say, don't use it as life advice. You're not genetically superior if you've got powers. You're not genetically superior if you're white. Don't take it as gospel absolutely not also if you get thrown out of a window you're probably not gonna fly yeah please please don't expect to fly because will does say at that point surprised so am i so if you he'd accept the death apparently yeah exactly he was like well this is this is me done so basically the the film's final message is telling you if you're thrown out a window accept death shutter sock music